Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's good, Internet? I get to say that today. Hello, I'm <laughs> I'm Gita Jackson, and welcome to an emergency bonus pod because there's a new Sims game pack out. Y'all didn't think I would miss this. I hope you didn't think I would miss this. I'm joined today by our producer, Ricardo Contreras. Hello. Um, hi. And a special guest, we have Emily Lipstein, who does social for Waypoint and Motherboard. She's my dear Hello. friend. Hello, Emily. And you've been playing the Sims expansion, too. Let's get yeah. get into what this is. So, uh, Sims has three tiers of expansions. There, well, four now. There's kits, which are like $5.00. We won't talk about kits. Yeah, (laughs) maybe not. Yeah, there's kits and you can discover what those are on your own. Uh, There's stuff packs, which are $10, like the the most basic form where they give you like maybe a new interactive object and some clothes. Um, And there's game packs that give you like maybe a new career, a new mechanic. And they're like a midway between a stuff pack and an expansion pack, which is like a full game overhaul with a huge amount of new content and new features. So The Sims Dream Home Decorator, which is out today, June 1st, is a game pack. And so it mostly comes with, it's about mostly centered on this new career of the interior decorator. And as soon as this was announced, Emily and I both became the Joker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I completely lost my mind. This is like the best day of my entire life. Like every, everything in my life leading up to this moment, like no lie. Yeah, it. It's the kind of thing, like, the people already play The Sims in this way, right? Like, there are Sims players that are mostly builders. Like, I'm mostly a builder. My favorite YouTuber, Lil Simsy, is mostly a builder. Mm -hmm. Where the times when I press play on the simulation itself are fewer and far between. And mostly I'm interested in building beautiful spaces for people to live in. And then uh, letting that immaculate dollhouse lie fallow with no one in it. (laughs) But uh, Emily, you said you're like halfway in between a builder and a simmer simmer. Yeah, I mean, I love building. Like I, you know, I've been talking to you about The Sims for a while now because I've been playing The Sims for years, but I took a break because of, you know, The Sims 3 was kind of rough on various graphics cards if you Uh didn't have the best computer for it. I played The Sims 3 on a like 2013 MacBook Air and it regularly overheated my computer while I was playing it in astronomy at Oberlin College. Sorry to my astronomy professor, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, yeah, no, so, like, I I haven't played The Sims in years, but then I got into watching Sims YouTube and started playing again, and what I wanted to do once I finally got the game was just to build, because I love building, like, I've always been interested in that kind of stuff, and so 
for me, The Sims is like a perfect outlet for that just to make like weird, you know, I follow a lot of house Instagram stuff and like looking yeah. at houses. So building is kind of, you know, it's it's my way of using that as an outlet. But also yes. it's kind of fun to like, you know, fuck with the people that like live in them. I'm not the kind of simmer that drowns people. But I also am trying to get away from like the goody two shoes gameplay a little bit. I like know. my recent, it's so hard. I just want to be nice to everybody. But I also in the same way, I don't want, I had to make myself do a Black Widow challenge when I was, I did one. There's like three episodes of this over at the Kotaku YouTube with me and Tim Rogers, <laughs> which you can imagine how chaotic that is. But we did a Black Widow challenge where you can't have a job. You have to earn all your money by marrying and then killing off your spouses, which is super That's fun. That's amazing. Yeah, but I, I like it was the first time I engaged with so many parts of this game because it's like the mean parts of the game where you mm-hmm. just make someone grill repeatedly on a carpet until they catch on fire. <laughs> or oh, yeah. You put glass walls around a pool so they can't get out. And it's. There's a lot of fun deaths. You can have death by flies. They keep at the death by Murphy bed one is incredibly. It's incredibly good animation. Yeah, it's just that's like, the important one. Yeah, it's the the Muppets in the in the big city. <laughs> that's that's that death. Um, but I definitely have this problem where I'm just like, and then they meet their true love, and then they get married, and then they have babies, and then I play the next generation, and it does get incredibly monotonous. But as you were saying, you know. I think this expansion in particular introduces a little bit of chaos into The Sims. In general, they have been doing this thing in the past few expansions where they leave a lot of the boundaries of the mechanics way more up to like mystery. mystery. And a lot more of the mechanics are driven by the game reacting to what the player naturally does in the course of mm-hmm. the gameplay. I'm thinking about lifestyles um, that came in the Snowy Escape the Nagano Olymp- Winter Olympics <laughs> expansion. Yes, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. um, where it's just like the they added this thing where like your Sims will get additional buffs and debuffs for things they do in the world based on how much they're doing that already. So yeah. the one I always end up getting is um, it's the people pleaser or like homebody. So people pleaser yeah. Sims are ones that have like several low level relationships with a bunch of Sims, like for acquaintances, but not friends with like a bunch of Sims. And then the other one, close knit, I also get that a lot, especially when I'm playing a family where like you have really deep relationships, but only with like two Sims at a time. Yeah. And I feel like that's just such a mechanic of gameplay because one of the hard things about The Sims is, and also like real life, is getting people out of the house. Yes. Um, Like it's so hard, especially, you know, to, to make friends in this game, especially ones that you're not like, hello, small child. I am betrothing you to my child. Yes. You guys don't know this now. <laughs> um, I, I looked at your parents and determined you have good genetics because I'm a sick <laughs> eugenicist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eugenics the game. <laughs> But yeah, like I also get the, like, especially in like rags to riches challenges where, you know, like the name suggests you start from, you know, zero simoleons, which is the currency in the world of the Sims and try to work your way up from there by foraging and doing whatnot. You know, you get the workaholic lifestyle a lot just because you're working all the time because you need to feed your family and then they get stressed out when they're not working, which like, really? I mean, okay. 
there's it's I I under if I understand that because I understand how much game developers work. <laughs> you know? Yes. That's the way it makes sense to me. Where it's like if you leave the office and you know that there's six, seven, eight, nine, ten things left undone and it could really drastically affect the timeline of this game, you would feel stressed out when you're not working. But yeah, I completely yeah. agree. I every time I try to be like the kind of simmer that has my sim go out for a morning jog. I end up getting like the adrenaline seeker motivation, like a lifestyle. Mm. And it's just like, I wasn't really trying to be all of that. I just was hoping she would go for a jog. <laughs> but um, the new update that comes, so every time they release a new pack or whatever, they also release a free update that has a lot of new features in it. And this one, they added some more um, things that, that are, are, I don't know if you've got this. So I... I've been playing with the likes and dislikes, which are new and something mm-hmm. I've really been wanting because that was something they used, they had in a Sims 2 expansion late night. They had likes and dislikes and also turn ons and turn offs. Yes. Which I just miss so much because it made the romance like a little bit more unpredictable. I've had yeah. some very good moments though with likes and dislikes that make me feel like the game is yet again, like adding more mystery into the personalities of the Sims. Um, where, of course, my character, my interior decorator character, she loves mid-century furniture. That's one of her likes. And um, Akira Kibo from the City Living expansion, which is everyone's favorite Sims heartthrob. He's just like really hot Asian guy, essentially. We love him. He marries everyone. Yes. Everyone always just sees him whenever they go to San Maishino. And it's just like, who's that guy? <laughs> so I was like, okay, it's my default husband when I'm starting out a new game world and all the NPCs are still alive. And I'm going to just go in and I'm going to try to uh, marry this dude. And then I was talking to him. Guess what type of furniture do he dislikes? He dislikes oh, no. mid-century. <laughs> oh, no. They added one flaw to him. Yeah. Now, now he's, we can't date him now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because he'll no, just this be is- stressed out if he lives in my house. <laughs> Yeah, and like it's an, it's interesting because this game mechanic has also like come on the tails of the Sims team updating a lot of the traits that mm-hmm. are given with Sims because a lot of the complaints from the community that I've seen are that Sims tend to be kind of bland. Like even if, you know, someone has the evil trait, that doesn't really impact your gameplay very much. Like even if someone yeah. has the dislikes children trait, that's not going to change your gameplay. Um, but now like for example, in my playthrough of the Dream Home Decorator pack, I was went outside of my comfort zone and did not date Akira, Ki- uh, Akira Kibo, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't date him, and I dated a different heartthrob in San Maishuno, Raj Rasoya. Oh my god, Raj Rasoya is also so cute. <laughs> and he is unflirty. And what? he, like, I know he rebuffed my advances, and yeah, it was hard. That, but wow. now they're dating. I'm so glad that you overcame that adversity. Yeah. But it was very difficult, but it happened. He also likes contemporary design, so that was, you know, oh, that an, added, an yeah. added bonus. That actually yeah. that really helps out a lot. Maybe I should try it. Well, no, she's already halfway through her young adult life. She's gotta get married soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's baby time. Yeah, absolutely. Um the likes and dislikes, I've also had some moments which I've really liked where I'll, my sim will be doing something and she wouldn't, she didn't, I didn't give her a like or dislike in the hobbies because I just wasn't sure what to put there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's athletic, so she she runs a lot. But in the house that I put her in, 
I was trying to get to the new content really quickly, so I didn't spend hours and hours building an immaculate house for this character. Um, but so I put her in one of the pre-built houses in this one of the snowy escape lots, and in that house there's a bonsai tree. And so I just to uh, give her something fun to do. I would have her tend to the bonsai tree every day. And then one day I got a pop-up from the game that said, it seems like your sim really is feels good when they garden and like does it often. Does your sim like gardening? And I was like, hell yes. <laughs> hell yes, they like gardening. And then like to add some, some spiciness to the game, I got another pop-up when I was re- doing a house. And it's like, it's uh when in when you do we uh, renovate a house in the new interior decorator career. You have to take before and after pictures. And I was taking my before pictures and the game gave me a pop-up and was like, it doesn't seem to be like your sim like pursues photography except within their career. Do they dislike photography? And they dislike photography now. And now every wow. time I have to take a before or after picture, my sim gets really tense. And it's great. It makes me feel like The Sim has, like, more of an autonomous personality. That's amazing. Yeah. I haven't gotten that. I haven't, like, gotten to the dislike pop-up yet. I've only gotten to, like, the, oh, your Sim likes painting because she has no money and has to paint for a living. <laughs> yeah. If only that was how, as easy as it seemed in The Sims. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just start painting and become a masterpiece level, like, painter within a couple of years and then mm-hmm. make millions of dollars and support yourself. Oh, yeah. going to work. That's artist, right? That's... Mm-hmm. That's like, they just have dummied out the part where she's like a weed dealer, essentially, (laughs) you know? I mean, you could theoretically be a barista and an artist at the same time, but weed dealer, I feel like you need one of the like wicked whims. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We need the base mental drug mod for that. I played that once. That's the base (laughs) mental mod is very fun. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, I like Especially how all of the things that they've added to this game collide spectacularly when you are actually doing the home decorator career, which is incredibly fun and everything I've always wanted. It is basically exactly like an HGTV television show. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's I got into The Sims around the same time that I started watching TLC's Trading Spaces mm. and like Design on a Dime and all of that stuff. So my Sim, you know, upbringing, so to speak, was all centered around these kinds of renovation shows. So for me, this is the logical conclusion of like all of that. And like the way that they do the reveals and even, you know, looking at the stuff that they, the assets that they give you in Create a Sim, mm-hmm. um, one of the male outfits is this like plaid shirt that reminds me very much of a Property Brother shirt. Oh my God. Um, Property Brothers are in love with each other. That's a hill I'm going to die on. I believe that conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> They're, one well, of them is always dressing up in drag to surprise the other one. It's like a lot. I love it. <laughs> I love that. God bless. No matter what, they're confusing sexuality. Do you know about the third property brother? Sorry. Yeah, he's just like a rando. He's, he's a musician or a rando. I yeah, forget. he's like an emo teen. He has oh, nice. the like the like the 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 spiky on top and like bang and over one eye haircut. Good. But he also looks exactly like his two brothers. Yeah, is one of them married to Zoe Deschanel, or is I, that just like? I think one of them is more married to either Zoe Deschanel or a woman who looks exactly like Zoe Deschanel. Hmm. I'll have to file that away for later. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when we're gonna have another side convo about the Property Brothers after this, this podcast is over. <laughs> I feel. It, I feel it. Yes. The, like, yeah. 
the TLC's the screening spaces thing is so on point because like part of it is a most I think in the modern era of the TLC and HGTV show there is not as much conflict as there used to be like a Early reality television used to be incredibly acerbic. Like, I was rewatching what I think is maybe the best example of early reality television, the Chicago season of uh, Top Chef on Bravo, where um, this woman, Stephanie, who ends up, who has this incredible restaurant that I've been to a couple of times in Chicago, The Girl and the Goat, um, mm-hmm. she ended up being the one, Stephanie Izard. And she's yes. fantastic. But the level of sexism she faces on that season, this is not something you would see in a current... They wouldn't either make that the whole point of the show, or you would not see it in a modern era reality television show. Like, now I feel like when you look at especially how like a show like The Bachelor has tried to deal with issues of politics on a reality show, they make mm-hmm. it into like a special theme, whereas in these old shows, people used to just be angry. And the point was capturing the anger... And trading spaces really is you're just baiting people <laughs> over and over. Yeah. They do some horrible things in people's houses. When Hildy put hay on the walls, and that I was about cry. to say if you remembered the hay on the wall. Oh like, okay, God. grass cloth wallpaper is very expensive, but don't do that. Like, no. literally, just you you can you can elect to not do that. Yeah. Like, it's not. Oh. And there was like, was it that one house that was all brown? Like all of the furniture inside, it was like yeah. one color that they hated. And like the crazy part of all of it is that you see the reveal and it's just like these people break down. Yes, they're like, like this, this is their house. house. I live here every day and you've turned my living room into a literal circus. <laughs> like, the one they put like sand on the floor because they wanted it to be beach themed. It's oh like, my god! Bitch, now there's sand on the floor. Can you imagine that? I think, like, I would just move. Like, yeah. it would just be over. I'd be done. You, I mean, you can never sell problem. your house. This is you the can answer. never sell your house. Yeah, this is the answer behind all of those Zillows with the weird secret rooms. That was their trading spaces room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you know what we're gonna do with the neighbors this summer? That's just gonna be oodles of fun. <laughs> this. God. God, I love that show. You just don't see conflict on that level. You don't, people are not willing to do, I mean, probably for better, I'm going to say, but people are not willing to do that level of permanent change to people's houses and lives for the sake of good television. Oh, absolutely. Like this, these days, like, you know, if you want to do like renovation shows, you just, you know, Joanna Gaines and all Mm -hmm, that stuff. mm -hmm. You just put a clock on the wall and some shiplap and then you're good. You know, you teach people how to organize by giving them like very weirdly spaced individual clear plastic containers for all their cereal or whatever. Very important. Yeah. Or it's either that or the tone is like, um, we're here to save your life. We're here to literally save your life because we're going to rebuild your entire house because a capitalism has not afforded you with the means to have a place to live that's not completely broken. And we're going to frame this as a huge, incredible act of charity instead of a huge, horrible shame that this has to happen. Yeah, it's interesting because like in the game, they have a new channel on the TV, which is the Dream Home Decorator channel. And if you do well enough in the career, you can actually be featured on it like you're not actually shown on the screen of the TV in The Sims, but they're like, oh, just watch, you know, you on the show. Mm-hmm. But the way that they have it set up really reminds me of Extreme Home Makeover or wow. like Extreme Makeover Home Edition because they have a truck 
that like pulls away from in front of the house. And it's just like, you know, I remember watching that every Sunday, just like, you know, it's the kind of show that you were just talking about where they just completely renovate someone's house or buy someone a new house who's like down on their luck and like really struggling. And then like some of the rooms are really great, but then it's like, hey, seven-year-old, you like baseball? Well, congratulations. Here's your baseball room now. And I'm like, what are you going to do with this room in like three years when yeah, they decide that they don't like baseball? Now they like Beyblades. <laughs> yeah, Beyblade I need a Beyblade now. renovation now. <laughs> yeah. My entire room is just one of those plastic Beyblade like arenas. Yes, God. <laughs> would be so-, so no, no hay on the walls, just like plastic. Please, That's what I want. Only just broken Beyblades that you've ground into a fine powder and applied <laughs> with like an applique. Yes. So it's just shimmering Beyblades everywhere. Yes. That's, beautiful. I just I do lament that we never got to see like an anime teen on one on Ant Trading Spaces. I feel like that would have been really just beautiful. It was too if early. Only. The culture wasn't ready. <laughs> um, but here, you know, I feel like in Dream Home in the Dream Home Decorator career, I actually am able more able to have those unpredictable and fun moments of like intense and extreme anger on the part of these clients. And then this collides with like the likes and dislikes collides with this because this when you go to the process of this career, it's an active career, which means that you take your sim with you. Um, and when you like do the job with them, usually sims, when they go and do work, they go into a rabbit hole, which is like which means they just go away and they like, you don't see them and they come back at a time and they've like done their job, Um, which is useful when you want to, we have a bunch of Sims in a household, but it's fun when you only have one to play an active career. Um, They have a couple of these. I think my favorite of them is the acting career just because it's more varied and you can get like a lot of money for a little work, which feels very true to the acting career. (laughs) Um, uh, But this one, I think is the best realized version of it. One, because it's so varied every day is a new kind of job and two like the process for for doing it is so straightforward and so fun to enact like you you get your gig and then you go to the house and you meet the clients and you have to talk to all of them and they'll tell you what their interests are for whatever the renovation is and usually you get something like a color or two that they like a style of furniture they like and a a hobby they like or sometimes it'll be like, we like yellow and orange, but we definitely don't like basic type furniture. And you'll be like, okay, I won't be able to use any basic furniture. Or we definitely don't want any brown in here. And I'm like, okay, well, no brown in here. Sure thing. Um, but these characters will also have likes and dislikes as characters too. So I recently had a situation where I revealed an entire first floor level renovation, which I thought was going to go super great. And I made their house look, in my opinion, super good. Like the Spencer Kim Lewis house looks like shit, honestly. It does. And I, I got rid of that weird triangular wall that they have where you can't put anything. <laughs> I fixed it. It looks better now. I gave them a little outdoor patio space to eat. It looks very cute. It looks great. They told me that they didn't want any basic and they wanted uh, orange and blue. And you know what? The modern type uh, windows, those those cool concrete windows, they come mm-hmm. in orange and blue. So I was like, okay, I can do an entire yeah, model re- re- renovation here. They fucking hated it. You know why? My third anchoring color in that all those rooms was brown, and the father, the either Spencer Kim or Lewis, his one of his dislikes is the color brown. And I found Damn. out during I found that out during the reveal. 
<laughs> and oh, they were no. all stomping around that Sims animation where they bring their knees up to their chest and just stomp like little babies. <laughs> it's just like, I'm sorry, this is adorable. I'm sorry you hate this, but I love it. You're stupid. I'm sorry you hate brown. Yeah, I like, there was one that I did in in for the Bjergsen family in um, the town of Windenburg, which is the one, like the European, like oh, yeah. German, like Berlin-esque style town in The Sims with I do the um, get-together pack. Like they have a rave nightclub in that town. They have, they have a discotheque pan-Europa. We love it. Yep. Um, but basically, I, like their house is super modern, super like, you know, European modern household mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we hate modern and we just want boho. And I'm like, all right, let me give you a boho renovation on this, like, the way that the first few gigs of this career goes is it just says, like, room renovation. Yeah. So you get to choose, which is good. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm going to redo their living room. They hated it. I didn't get paid, even though I replaced all of their furniture with boho furniture. Bullshit. Bullshit. yeah, and, like, the really difficult thing is that I tried really hard with my first couple of renovations, and then when I decided to lean into it and in the trading spaces energy is when I finally started doing well. So please tell me the story you texted me over the weekend because it's truly incredible. <laughs> oh, yes. So there's this very famous family within the world of The Sims called the Goths, and as you can probably tell by their name, they're, like, pretty gothic. Their house is this, like, dark Victorian-looking thing. Um, and so I get there, I talk to Bella, I talk to Mortimer, I talk to their kids, and they're like, okay, we hate the color black, and we hate the color red, and we also really hate uh, Queen Anne decor, which I was, in the way that The Sims sorts that, that's like basically all of the furniture in their entire house. And I'm like, cool. So you're giving me like $5,000 to redo your entire house. <laughs> Because you hate it that much. So I'm like, you know what? Like, screw you guys. I'm just going to make this like a beach getaway. Like, welcome <laughs> to the goth beach island club. So I just turned it all to like island living. Oh, amazing. Which is like the uh, tropical pack that we have. And I'm like, all right. Just monstera leaves all over the wall. Yes. Tiki torches everywhere. Yes. A bar. Absolutely. We're just, they like hate. Oh, they also hated like research and debate. So I'm like, all right, getting rid of your chess table because you can't do logic anymore. We're just like, yeah, we it, are it logic this free. <laughs> this is where you get smooth brained as the the ceiling fan in your living room just like yeah. blows nice air on you. Yeah, so yeah. they really liked it, and I thought I was totally punking them, but yeah, you know, this is what gotta I listen love. to the client. It like it does because you can't always tell why the client doesn't like your design. I feel like it's encouraging you to go like go for it every single time and like really really spend as much time as possible making your house be the 100% version of the thing that it is I I just got done and I also really like that like there's little things that happen that like as you your reputation goes up and you know I um I just got done literally just like right before this podcast started I just got done doing a a returning gig because clients can invite you back if they like your work that much. I also had a situation where a client recommended me to someone else for another job, which was super fun. I I mean, I'm really excited. I was trying to play a lot over the weekend to level up 
uh, in the career because as you get higher level in the career, more kinds of jobs can be open to you. Uh, and like in the upper levels, you have not just room renovation, but like room additions and like level additions. So you'll be totally just like building onto another character's house, like an additional room or something. And it really like my my whole feeling was like this is a Sims pack that gives people who primarily build in the Sims a reason at all to press play on the simulation because you'll exactly you'll still be doing the part of the game that is the serotonin drip feed, but it also allows you it encourages you to en- engage with parts of the game that you just don't touch, and like that is the thing that like it's even in like decor objects that you just don't touch because you get like a really random challenge every single time you take on these renovation jobs. Uh, so I've had pretty much smooth sailing with this expansion pack because I have a computer that my rich friend gave me that is way too much computer for the Sims. But I know that you were telling me also that you were having some trouble with bugs and you play the Sims on, I think, a machine that's more familiar to more Sims players, like just a MacBook Air. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have actually, it's like the MacBook Pro, like the newer one with like the new chip. But previously, because I haven't had a computer in years, um, I was playing on my work laptop for a couple of months at first. (laughs) Yeah. I kept having to, like, email IT, like, don't listen to this IT, uh, (laughs) to update my origin for me because I didn't have admin privileges. That's really Um, (laughs) funny. OPSEC is amazing. We love it. Yep. But, um, yeah, like, the problems I would have, and I repaired my game, which is, like, a function that you could just click in the, like, launcher, and that helped it. But at first, my game kept crashing when I brought up the camera which wow. like I played with I play with my computer plugged in all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the other problems that I would encounter are like I'm trying to remember now. There was one where that are just like gameplay mechanics mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Like when you ca- you can get rid of walls in renovations, but you can't put up new walls yeah. in certain levels of renovations. And others are like okay, room addition. But you can't move any of the furniture in the existing house, so you, your dresser is in the way of where you want to put the door. Uh, or like, yeah, yeah, like, like little, stuff like that. Little things that you think that they would think of, but they just haven't. It's kind of annoying, you know. I I definitely also have that issue in like room innovation where I've selected my room, but then you can also just definitely make changes outside of that room when I don't mm-hmm. want to, and I always end up accidentally putting a like a panel of wallpaper in a different room by accident. Oh and yeah. For some reason, the shift click option- The shift isn't working. It doesn't work. If they give you a way to automatically paint all the, the walls in a room a particular color, you usually just press shift click. And for some reason, when you're doing room innovation, you can't shift click. And so you have to yeah. drag it across every single wall like a fucking Neanderthal. It's it's very tedious. Yeah. And it's like, I haven't had to notch. I think shift click has been a thing in like every Sims game as yeah. far as I can recall. Someone's going to tell me that that's not the case. But as far as I can remember, it was. Do not but, at Emily. Yeah. Do not at me. <laughs> um, But yeah, like, otherwise, I've been able to run the Sims on this computer, like, to- like my com- personal computer, totally fine. Like, aside from those initial bugs. But the bugs that are in the game right now, it's interesting because I've been seeing a lot of like pushback from people on YouTube that like cover The Sims and play The Sims. And they're all like super disappointed with the pack because of the bugs, which Mm. I feel like I get that. But at the same time, that's not like. Yeah, that's it's it's so fun. I know. 
It's so fun. And it's like, I am a little bit disappointed with the bugs, but I feel like it's kind of par for the course that things get like fixed as they go along. That is just sort of how video games work now. Uh, We've got word from our producer that we should take a short break. Let's get back into this in one sec. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Emily, we had a break. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Love, love breaking. I love learning. It. Learning how that works. Yeah. <laughs> so we were just talking about the bugs, and you were mentioning that some old Sims YouTubers you were watching have been pushing back against this pack because of the bugs, which is a little disappointing. I always feel like if the packs, if like whatever game you have is good enough, then like you should accept like things get released with bugs now. The way that capitalism works, we don't have an environment that's conducive to things getting released when they're actually finished anymore. And so I try to be accepting of this, but I understand if you're excited for something and it just doesn't fucking work on day one, you're going to feel really frustrated. So what what kinds of things have you been watching? Uh, what kinds of simmers have been talking about this? Yeah. So as I said earlier, I got really into Sims YouTube during the pandemic. And so like Lil Simsy is someone who I watch, Plumbella, um, James Turner, uh, who else? Like Deligracy, Ocean Sims. I love all I love my Australians. I love my Australians so much. When she says, hi, I'm Deli Rama Belly, I'm just like, hello. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) But yeah, like I, I have been watching a lot of these people's, you know, playthroughs of the game. And some people are super excited about, I think everybody's very excited about the concept of this pack. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was freaking out, super excited because. Simsy cried, like Sim- obviously. She yeah. Yeah. This is like her, the best week of her life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like everybody, this is everybody's dream. Like calling it dream home decorator is very accurate because this is how we all just play the Sims, but you're playing the Sims as you play the Sims. And so that's really exciting. And and so I feel like when it came with these bugs, a lot of people were disappointed because there have been a lot of bugs in recent updates. Yes. Like there was issue, there were issues with the bunk beds that were released, which was like a huge deal because the Sims 4 didn't have bunk beds. Let's go and explain the bunk bed debacle because- Oh yeah. Bunk beds were just a saga for this game. Like, bunk beds, so there's a couple of things simmers always ask for, and they always make it into the games, but it takes a while because, as you can imagine, these are things that are just complex objects that have a lot of complex uses. So one of them is spiral staircases. And, like, the big problem with that is just they're going to have to animate a whole new walking up the stairs animation. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different, like, genders and life cycles places you can be in for a sim and they also have pets that this is just going to be a nightmare at this case so spiral staircases i'm probably going to be one of the last things we get in this game if we get it at all the other one is 
the thing we were just talking about, the completely yeah, just bunk beds. Bunk beds. Yeah, so like, you know, bunk beds are super useful, especially, you know, playing with a gameplay pack like, or a stuff pack like Tiny Living in which you yeah. get added bonuses if you have a tiny space. But also walls are very expensive in The Sims, and I also assume real life. I've never built a wall, but yeah. I assume. I assume that that's accurate. Um, but yeah, and so you really want to save space, especially if you have a house full of Sims. And you so know, the ability to have like a lofted bed and a desk underneath it is something that I would have wanted to be able to do in this game for a long time. And they've like gotten finally gotten to a place where a lot of the architectural details I'll give the players a lot more fidelity. Like once they added platforms, I was like, oh my God, I can finally have like a, a living room talking pit. I can't wait. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but or like just do split levels in a way that makes sense and doesn't require you to like, you know, make a deal with the devil to build. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like with the bunk bed, the bunk beds kind of got released um, as a, not a surprise, but it was kind of surprising when they were first announced. And so then they came out in like a free update, a monthly patch that the Sims team does. And people were automatically disappointed because you could only slot another single bed underneath it. So it could only be bunk, bunk beds. It could not be a loft. And so people were really angry about this because it felt like they, these people were like, okay, why would you release something if it wasn't finished? Yeah. And then Dream Home Decorator comes out and it has new bunk beds, like a bunch of new bunk beds, which I find they're gorgeous. They're really nice. And they come pre-slotted where you could now put anything underneath them, basically. Like, yeah. I haven't tried with all types of items in the game, but definitely desks, definitely double beds, dressers, that kind of a thing. And it, I've just been thinking about, like, how the Sims team just could never win. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, I get wanting things to be perfect on release. Like, they should, like, things should be finished. In an but ideal the same time, world. They would in an finish. ideal world. Yes. But like you were saying, there's so much pressure just to be churning out new content for the community and churning out new content for EA, like, you know, with yeah. the Star Wars pack that they put out for whatever, you know, Disney-ified reason that they did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, I wish that they didn't necessarily push so hard on all this new content. And I know that they have to because of, like, the demands of the company. Yeah. And, like, I want to see new content as a simmer. But, like, if things will take time and, like, need to be, you know, judged a little bit before release, mm -hmm. I'm personally okay with that. We have CC creators to deal with in the meantime. Because, like, CC creators in this community are so talented and can just do so many things. And, like, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the fun of, for me at least, I don't know how much CC you play with, Gita, but I only really play with CC when I'm waiting for a new pack to come out. Same. Uh, let me just check my CC folder right now. CC is custom content. There's a huge and like very vibrant community of people that play, that create custom content, including furniture, clothes, hairstyle, makeup. Makeup especially, if you're looking for CC makeup and you want to just know where to start, go to Grim Cookies like right mm -hmm. away. Grim Cookies. Grim Cookies does really good work. Uh, I love Grim Cookies work. Which one is the one with my games in it? Documents. And then which one is the folder that is The Sims? Electronic Arts. Sims 4. And my custom content folder is properties. It is five gigs. <laughs> I have five that's, gigs that of custom like content. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a pretty much a pretty significant amount of custom content I've downloaded. Um, yeah, I've noticed uh, as someone who does get codes for basically every Sims expansion as it comes out because I'm a journalist, it I've noticed in the past year during the pandemic, each time I get 
uh, preview access to a pack, it is buggier than they, they used to be. And I've mm. had to just be sort of like, well, okay. I mean, there's nothing they can do about this. So like, it's a pandemic. You know, I don't know yeah. what their workflow is, but video game companies, Patrick wrote a great feature about this, have really tried to, really had to change their workflow during the pandemic. So it doesn't surprise me that it, things are so baggy. I really feel like I do not know the circumstances that the dev team is working with right now, but it feels like to me that the things that players are upset about clearly are like business decisions that the team does not really have a choice about. Release yeah. dates are not necessarily determined by the development team. You know, they're determined by things like financial quotas that have to be met and like the, the the financial the structure of the financial year and like quarters and quarterly earnings and all that stuff. You know, there's a reason why video games now have roadmaps that they can like deliver to players. It's because those are also things that are mandated internally for the company. So I understand and get the frustration. And like, if you're having significant bugs with Dream Home Decorator, that sucks ass. Like, I you you paid money for something and you want it to work right, but. The way that the fan base has traditionally engaged with the developers has really been you're not really respecting the amount of work that goes into making The Sims. And like The Sims is a very mechanically rich and complex game. It really, 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 there's a lot of moving parts and each new expansion is another moving part that has to fit seamlessly into the clockwork that is already happening all the time. Yeah. You know? People are so impressed by the mechanical richness or like the richness of the AI of a game like Dwarf Fortress. And it's like Dwarf Fortress, The Sims is like Dwarf Fortress if you it also had realistic looking graphics instead of like just assy art, you know, like it. you have to think about it on that level. People don't really talk about The Sims as a just a game a video game that is also re reacting to different games that exist in that culture. And I think that a lot of that has to do with like the fan base. The fan base really doesn't play any other games. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people in the that play The Sims play The Sims and that's it. And yeah. or maybe Stardew Valley or maybe House Flipper. But like yeah, maybe Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's like they're not really seeing and like I follow Sims devs they play a lot of different kinds of games they're developers this is their field they want to stay abreast to like just themes and new advances in design as much as anyone else would in any other field and they are really working on some stuff that I think is just mechanically it's so 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 impressive and a lot of the time, it gets overshadowed by people saying things like, where's Generations? <laughs> you know? And, like, that <sighs> is always a little frustrating. I, I yeah. like, always, this, every time we, there's, like, a bugs conversation, it's, like, on the one hand, yes, things shouldn't have bugs. On the other hand, like, what about the whole game? Like, please put yeah. some respect on that name. It's so interesting, too, because the Sims franchise has been around for now, like, 21 years. Yes. And, like, that's, like, a longer history than most of the big video games that people talk about these days. You know, I'm, like, you know, a, a virgin gamer for the most part as of late. Um, been playing a lot of Crusader Kings 3 as a result of yes. watching, I think like people on save point last year. And to, I mean, I personally view Crusader Kings three as like medieval dream date, which is why I like it. Yep. But you know, the Sims has such a long history and it's, it must be so complicated as a dev to be, you know, making a new chapter in that history, 
that delivers to the fans, but also expands upon that universe. Yeah. You know, people asking for Generations, which was a game, uh, sorry, an expansion pack for The Sims 3 that people really liked. We got Parenthood as a game pack in The Sims 4, which many will say are very different and they are different. But, you know, what do the, are the developers beholden to the past or are they like beholden to the future? It's it's very complicated. Yeah. Like when The Sims 4 first launched, there were definitely issues. Like there weren't toddlers, there weren't pools. Mm-hmm. And I remember especially like there were some houses there was a house in Get Famous that was this huge house that oh came God. with I think no toilets. That and is, it was like a it's maddening. It's maddening. It's less maddening than the one in the those the magic expansion pack. There's mm-hmm. one in the magic expansion pack where there's <laughs> stairs that go up on the back of the house, but no door. And it makes, I every time I open up a new world, I go into that lot and add a door just so I don't have to think about it. You have to magic yourself outside. Yeah. That's, that's how that works. Of course. That's how but, every, all wizards leave the home. But yeah, it's like, I, I see these things and I understand the frustrations. And like, as a simmer myself, like I feel these frustrations too. But then I think about it as we've been talking about it as this like, what is the company doing that results in a game getting delivered to consumers like this? Like what's happening behind the scenes that this is the result? And I feel like a lot of people in the community don't necessarily think about that. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, it's a lot of it. A lot of the time it's because a lot of people are too young to have had jobs where you have to deal with any kind of corporate structure. And so they don't have the first experience that can clue them into some of these signals. And a lot of the time it does have to deal with like, these people are just teenagers and have weird priorities. You know, I'm now, I'm 31 years old. I don't get, I'm not going to get it. I'm not, it's never going to feel as important to me as it will feel important to them. We're just in different mm-hmm. parts of my lives. And like a lot of, some of it is like the the broad game industry wide problem of wanting to develop and cultivate a quote unquote passionate fan base, but then also not ever wanting to piss off that quote unquote passionate fan base because of all the passion they have. Yeah. You know, and it's I, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I've just I've seen instances where developers for The Sims, The Sims have this thing where because a lot of their fan base is pretty young, they have the developers get on Twitter and like be sim gurus and like literally mm-hmm. just clue you in a little bit into what the work process is like. And they, I've seen some of these developers sometimes have to deal with like harassment because they've had a Sims dev stream. And the thing that they've announced has just not been the thing that the fan base has wanted to wanted from them. Like, I remember when they added the Sims Alexa thing, which is like a dumb little thing. But it was also a, a passion project from one singular developer who was working on it in their own free time because they were using their Alexa a lot at home and wanted to be able to like be able to bring a little bit of their work home to show their family. That's and cute. It was really adorable, you know, and then people were pissed because they were like, it's not staircase. It's not modular stairs. It's not announcing a new expansion pack. And it's like, get a grip. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. These are people like these are adults with jobs and their jobs are not necessarily to be delivering you the content that you want right now. Right. Yeah. It's like I think about it and I'm like, look, Anything that makes this world more robust, like the world of The Sims more robust, I want to be happy with. Like, yeah. I don't even have all of the expansion packs. Like, yeah. I'm not a player that needs to have everything. You know, this is the first active career pack that I've played because I don't have Get to Work and I don't have Get Famous, even yeah. though I think Get Famous is the next one I want. Get Famous is But, good. you know, it's there's those things and like, I don't know. 
I feel like so much can, as we were saying, could be plugged up by custom content. Like mm-hmm. the game that you want is, you know, on Tumblr. Yes. Just like go and download things. And the devs like, have made it very clear. They love this stuff. You're not like yeah. betraying the sanctity of the game by downloading this stuff. You know, you're not, there was some question a lot early in the game's development cycle about the legality of this, especially because a lot of CC creators um, they support themselves through Patreon because it is time-consuming mm-hmm. to make custom content uh, and to, like, learn how to 3D model so that you can make a couch in The Sims, essentially. It's really impressive, it's honestly. truly, truly, like, when I see, like, the work-in-progress pics of people sculpting hair, I'm just like, I'll never be able to do this. Good job! <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, there were some questions about the legality of that, and, like, essentially the dev team came out and said, like, as long as everything eventually becomes free then it's it's not a big deal. If you have anything that's exclusively paid, then you'll be making money off of essentially something that is our content. So like, don't, you can't do that. But if yeah. you do things and it's time gated, but will be free later, that's fine. And that seems to have like really quieted that conversation about what, what whether or not like modding is a, an officially supported part of the game. But it is like there's a forum for it on the Sims official forums. They have included objects and clothing and makeup from modders in a free update where they yeah. really like reached out to the community and saluted them and saluted their work and there's some and food too yeah and food too oh my god the food was really good the food made me but very yeah, happy like, because it's a lot of stuff like they added like some indian food that like i've grown up eating in that update it made me really happy you know the sim these people you can't say these developers don't care about the community they are like literally bending over backward to deliver things that the community really wants and like specifically asking you (laughs) and asking creators that people love. It's just, you know, but at the same time, I don't want to like, this is the conversation I have in my head every time a game comes out and has bugs. Like, I don't want to diminish the fact that some people are angry that the game has bugs. And like, if the game is crashing every time, you have to do the very necessary thing of taking a before photo in order to complete a job. That sucks. It does. Yeah. I mean, it's the reason why I didn't buy Dine Out, because I, mean, I just heard that it's so buggy. That's the one where you run a restaurant, and yeah. that sounds like so much fun it, to me, but it's still, I just know that it's buggy. It still is bug to fuck. Like, it and, takes multiple hours of in-game time to f- complete a meal. Like, Yeah, and, like, it came out years and years ago, and it hasn't been fixed. And so, yeah, like, as we've been talking, it's so, it's so complicated, because I love this game, and I love the creators, and I love the community. But it feels so often in, like, the conversations lately about new releases for the game that nobody is going to be satisfied. Yeah. And that just, that's just never, you know, it's just kind of how it has to be. It's never a situation, I mean, I think if the fan base and the dev team can acknowledge this, though, they'll reach a place where the game is just going to sing. Uh, it reminds me a lot, and it's ironic, because I had, I did an interview years ago with Sean Murray from Hello Games, who developed uh, No Man's Sky where mm-hmm. I mentioned to him how many hours I have in The Sims, which is an embarrassing number, over 500. That's all I'll say. Oh, yeah. Um, And he was like, yeah, I mean, I have similar amounts of time blocked in The Sims, you know? And, like, what happened with them is that No Man's Sky could never develop, develop or deliver on the promises that the fan base expected of them. So they kind of have just been quietly, happily doing their own shit that makes themselves happy. As well as acknowledging, like, the community asks. But they deliver them in ways that are unexpected. And they deliver them in ways where there is a huge 
Like, there's, like, a very defined moat between the fan base and the developers. You know, they, they disseminate information in very stratified ways, which means that while the devs are accessible, you they're not accessible to be harassed. And that game has only gotten better and better and better as they've pulled back from the fan base and interacting with the fan base as directly. Sean Murray basically uses his Twitter to just tweet cryptic things and retweet cool screenshots. You know, um, I think that the community's relationship to The Sims has only gotten better since they stopped having a public facing dedicated community manager. Like the circumstances of that happening sucked, but I think it has improved the fan base quite a bit because... Now they have to ask questions to a faceless The Sims account and they can't just yell at someone they think is a friend. You know? Yeah, it yeah, has to exactly. be less personal. I think if The Sims can ever reach a point where, and I think that this is actually on its way, where we accept this as just like a mainstream video game that like pretty much everybody plays, then they won't feel as chained to this fan base anymore. And I think that would yeah. just make the game better. Yeah, like, everybody plays The Sims, yes. you know? I don't know anybody that hasn't played The Sims of, you know... Well, that's not true, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, one, I, at least I don't play one of the games. games. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I get really motion sick playing a lot of first-person point-of-view video games. I tried playing Portal when I was in high school, and it got me sick to my stomach, oh, so I thought no. I couldn't be a gamer. Well, and The Sims didn't have, you know... There are a lot of 2D games, sure, but The Sims was always something that I really enjoyed playing because it didn't make me sick, and I like building houses. So, like, there are so many people out there that play this game that I feel like, you know, the Sims team can just keep on chugging along and doing what it's doing. And, like, sure, there are things that could be better, but, you know, The Sims 5 is probably right around the corner. Yeah. We don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, it's the next decade of this game. And not just that, but, like, it's the game that we do currently have it doesn't have everything that the player base wants. It's still an incredibly good game. It's still yeah. like a very, very, very good game. I've been watching this series that James Turner has been doing on YouTube, which is basically rebuilding the same house in The Sims 1, 2, 3, and 4. Incredible. And just watching the, you know, the progression of the technology and like of the game quality has been incredible. Like, sure, we don't have all of the same things. And it would be great to have some of the same features that we had in the older games. But The Sims 4 is gorgeous. It really is beautiful, especially when you look back at The Sims 3 and everybody looks like a potato. Why is everything glowing in that game? I don't know. I don't know. And just everything's shiny. All the mm-hmm. textures are really shiny, even textures that shouldn't be shiny like denim. And it, it's just very, and the lighting is extremely dark. And look, we, we talk about bugs and issues in other games. Like, The Sims 3's creative style would crash my game. Oh, my God. I get texture popping like no other. Just every time I load into any new lot. And, like, everyone would love the open world aspect. And I do agree. It was very fun to, like, walk through town and see Sims going about their day. But you would also get these moments where just, like, everyone would stand still for an hour because the game can't handle loading in that simulation at the same time as it's doing everything else. There was like a huge problem I remember on The Sims 3 for lower end machines where you couldn't play in the, the city, that lot, um, world that they gave you if on a low end machine because The Sims and the open world wouldn't do anything. They would just stand there because the game couldn't process all those characters moving around. 
Like, I feel like they've reached a happy medium, especially when they started doing it in, in like Windenburg and San Maishuno, where they started having areas that were a small open world nearby to wherever mm-hmm. your sim lives. So you didn't have to get in a car to go to the karaoke place if it's like right next door. You can just walk down and see other characters hanging out. And like now each new neighborhood they give you has a similar situation where there's a kind yeah. of communal area where you can see the, the neighborhood feels a little bit more alive. And I feel like, you know, in every single respect where they've tried to meet the expectations of players in terms of basic gameplay stuff, they've, they've, they've more than met them on mechanics wise and especially like create a sim and build buy modes these are the best versions of that of all time like yeah and you can see specifically how the create a sim mode for the sims 4 has influenced other video games i feel like every video game that came out with a character creator has taken cues from the create a sim here where you just literally touch parts of the face and push and pull i'm thinking specifically of fallout 4 where Mm. Like, they just did that, you know? Like, it's it is a really, really, really goddamn good game. It's just, we, one, it's just, like, people act like no one plays it. It's so weird. But so many people play this game. And like, two, like, it really, we do have another situation where if you do want to dip your toes into it and you are not familiar with the fan base, it can feel very hostile because you can say something like, well, I like the so I I personally I like a lot of the the branded Mac makeup that's in the game. Yeah, I like. I do it. too. I think it's cute. It's so funky. Yeah, I like. I but people wanted more realistic makeup looks, so they were frustrated. But I was like, Mac's not known for that. <laughs> you no. know, this is not what you get when you ask for Mac makeup. But uh, it's they're doing good things. I mean, I think of all the branded promote things they've done in the past year the mac one was the best because it made the mm-hmm. most sense and like the person that they had the brand rep rep that they had from mac was just like such a delight to talk to and like the perfect person to tr- to simify because he was clearly so into it um yeah the batu is a mess but we'll talk <laughs> about that later that's that's for another time yes when their next bonus pod waypoint plus bonus pod goal me and emily just talk shit about but dirty to you for one hour uh, i had to explain to this is like a side note i had to explain to my roommate who's like into like the disney parks that yes in fact the land in the sims is the exact same thing that you see when you go to like disneyland or disney world yep and uh why I the answer is money. The answer is just money. Yeah, that, that was probably the only thing that they could license, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like it came down to, like, what were the available licenses from Star Wars that they could afford? And it was Batuu. <laughs> like, yeah, unfortunately, it. no, no uh, H&M stuff pack or Ikea stuff pack in this in this <laughs> version. R.I.P. No Katy Perry stuff pack in this version. No, no Katy Perry sweet treats. Okay, so we are probably coming up on the end of our stuff to talk about but now this inspired me i have one question for you and i th- i'll yes. think about it while you answer or actually maybe i might be able to answer but if we're going to do a katy perry sweet dream stuff pack katy perry had a branded stuff pack during the california dreams uh what's the name of that it's a really good song teenage dream Teenage Dream. Yeah, yeah, right right during the Teenage Dream era of her career. So it's all like candy and, and like ice cream and like pink and like blue and it's very loud. What musician would you love to see have a branded stuff pack? I actually do have my answer and it will surprise you. I mean, 
This is really hard. Like, a part of me is like BTS. That yes. makes a lot of sense to me. The girls would go crazy. The girls would go insane. Like every, the the vocal part of the Sims community is like the BTS, you know, handshake emoji BTS, yes. like, like army. There is a, but at the same, it's a collection of CC makers that are dedicated just replicating BTS outfits to add to your Sims. It's amazing. amazing. I've downloaded some because they're good. <laughs> but yeah, a part of me is like, you know, I've been listening a lot to, uh, to a lot of Olivia Rodrigo's new album. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is like, you know, anything that kind of fits that like teen pop aesthetic would be so fun. Yeah. And I know that in a way that makes it feel like The Sims is like a teen game. But at the same time, like I'm an adult and I listen to Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Like what's the problem with liking something that is, you know, accessible to, you know, everybody? Yeah. I I think it's great. They have... Then when the new alternative station was like the first time I really felt like a 31-year-old millennial music uh, that was really obsessed with that New York music scene representation, where it's just like they had snail mail in it. And I was like, yes, the snail mail cover is also Riz Bean. It's so good. It's so good. If you don't remember or like you, the listener, do not remember this. The Sims 2 had a long history of including actual musicians in like recording simlish versions of songs yeah so speaking like, of if- Katy perry sweet treats there's a great video on youtube of her re-recording last friday night in simlish and she looks very disinterested yes and there's also a really good one it's the sims 2 seasons um trailer and it's smile by lily allen yes that is really good burned into my memory um, but yeah the sims is a pop culture like icon yes like it's a game for everybody yes. but what do you th- what was your answer honestly i mean in that vein of like they ea i think has access to warner brothers music catalog um mm. and i don't and that means that they have access to a lot of artists from a lot of different genres and I, I'm thinking just about artists with niche fan bases that also have iconic outfits or iconography that would give The Sims like that instant moment of like, we're hip and with it. We like are on the finger of the pulse. Phoebe Bridgers with oh the skeleton God. suit. Think about if that. We get the, Phoebe's, the Phoebe Bridgers game pack is what finally gets us interactive graveyards. Yes. We've been we've been really looking for graveyards in this game. It's like been a thing that people have been asking for, which you know we've talked to death. But at the same time, come on. I mean, let's get Phoebe Bridgers. The Phoebe Bridgers stuff pack comes with graveyards, and that would be so sick because there would be could be like a Phoebe Bridgers ghost who would play I songs like for you. That would be great. God, and she would have to do like minimal amounts of work, maybe a day or two in the studio recording stuff in Simlish for yeah. them, and then just like you would you you would necessary for the pack you would need. It could be like. Like a live music pack, right? Yeah, this could be like this is the club music pack, and like make yeah. it kind of uh, add a new dimensions to the music career or something. Yeah, which rock I th- band. Yeah, Sims rock band, where you're the only venue you can go to is the graveyard. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Greenlit, sold. Yes, listen. I know you follow me on Twitter. Listen to this podcast all the way to end. We have a. We're going to give you the license to print money. The EA Maxis Sims development team. Yeah, enjoy. Please. <laughs> All right. I don't know the in- at, uh, the outro offhand, but I do know that our theme song is done by Bowen, which you can find at waypoint.zone slash Bowen. And that I am Gita Jackson. You can find me at XOXO Gossip Gita. Kato, you've mostly just been laughing along with us, but where people can find you? <laughs> at A underscore Kato underscore appears. Thank you so much. Emily, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm at Emily Lip on Twitter. 
please come hang. Come hang and watch as she replies only to my Sim Suites, which are the best yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye. Fuck capitalism. Go home. That's what I'm supposed to say. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.